Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of Omnibros Live on a Thursday, but on a Friday. That kind of twist. Last night, it was Thanksgiving. We were not going to do an episode on a holiday, so we switched it to Friday night. And it's just me now. I don't think anybody's going to join. Everybody forgot about the show. So I am going to host a miniature version of Omnibros Live tonight on Black Friday. So I hope everybody bought things that they don't need to fill that void inside of themselves. How's everybody doing? Thank you to the chat as always. James up with the, uh, I assume that's a Christmas tree. So yeah, officially the holiday season has begun. That's great. Warren, thank you for joining. Appreciate that. Uh, tonight's going to be a little unorthodox. I think we might have screwed up and not advertised that we were going live uh, tonight on a Friday, but it is what it is. Uh, you got to do the show, right? Uh, so tonight we're going to go over the, or I'm going to go over all of the announcements from the past weekend that they dropped at Anime NYC. Unfortunately, yeah, we're super late. It's almost a week after the announcements, but uh, the manga shows on a Thursdays. What the hell are you going to do, right? So this is uh, for all the uh, Omnibro fans out there. I'm pretty sure you already know the announcements, but I'm going to mention them anyways. We got like Kodansha and Dark Horse, Yen Press, stuff like that. I do have one haul that I'm going to show in a couple minutes that I think is pretty cool. It's it's a it's a book that came out on the I think it was the first week of November, and I'm pretty sure. If you guys are hardcore manga readers, collectors, you already picked it up, but I just got it, and it was an interesting story and how I got it. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I did not introduce myself. It's your boy, Gio, here, still petitioning for an Inhumans Omnibus. One day, this is going to go away. I don't think it's going to happen in 2022, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, if you know somebody that knows about Marvel and, and book solicitations and all that stuff, let, let let them know. Tell them about the Inhumans Omnibus, please, so I can get rid of this stupid tag. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> the Inhumans uh, deserve an Omnibus. Anyways, tonight's episode is sponsored by the fine folks at InStockTrades.com, your home for all things collected editions, your place for all your collected editions needs. You can get your Omnis, Trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more, up to 50% off. A loyalty discount stack on an extra 2% to that. And if you make an order of 50 bucks or more, you get free shipping. Fantastic customer service, wonderful packaging. That's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. And I just want to highlight this because we totally missed the mark on uh what was it on monday when we were guessing the deals of the week i think in passing it wasn't like the top choice um it wasn't the top choice but i think in passing either jess or myself talked about uh oh the conan book might as well get a discount because it's an omnibus and it's conan and all that stuff but yeah it is uh, one of the deals of the week 46 percent off not bad I believe, I mm, don't quote me on that, but it's one of the last ones, I guess, before uh, Titan Comics uh, takes over. So you might as well grab that now. Otherwise, it's going to go out of print. 
And you're going to have to wait a long time before Titan Comics is able to print this material because they're going to be focusing on the newer stuff continuing from the Marvel run, if memory serves me right. But Aliens uh, Original Year's Omnibus, we weren't guessing on that, but that's pretty cool that it's uh, there on the uh, deal of the week. And I hate this place as well as the Iron Man Epic Collection. Also, there's the Black Friday sale, which I don't have here with me, the details. Hold on. Let me uh, look through my email and read it off to you guys just in case. I don't know. If you guys are planning to shop around. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale. Let's see. Uh, from November 22nd to November 29th on Tuesday, uh, DC books are uh, 45% off. Image and Dark Horse, Image and Dark Horse as well are 45% off. Marvel up to 42% off. And then uh, from uh, November 22nd to November 23rd, we had the manga <clears throat> sale, which was Kodansha Vertical, Viz, and Yen Press. So that was uh last wednesday yeah wednesday there we go and then from wednesday and yesterday idw and boom studios were at a discount and from yesterday and today black friday fantagraphics and dynamite deals up to 35 percent off also tomorrow uh from today sorry up until tuesday is going to be really cool the loyalty discount, which is normally 2% off, will be bumped up to 3% off. So from today until next Tuesday, you can get books for 3% off. And that's great. If there's a book that's 50%, you can get it at 53. One of the Omnis that I just talked about at 46, you can get it at 49. That's fantastic right there. You're not gonna get there any you're not gonna get that anywhere else. That's, of course, at instocktrades.com. Shout out to them for sponsoring uh, tonight's show and the um, uh, Omnibus Collectors Network here on YouTube. <clears throat> so what was the top seller? Still Berserk. Oh, that's sweet. That's always awesome. I forgot to highlight it, and I don't have it here. I don't have it here with me, but I did get Berserk Volume 12 from Instock Trades. It arrived uh, yesterday, but I don't have it at the moment, so apologies on that. But that's great. You don't have to wait for other websites, other stores. Go to a comic book shop, go to uh, Instar Trades, and uh, buy Berserk Volume 12. All righty. Let's take this off. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Tomorrow we'll spam Omar's live chat with Inhuman Type. Please do. Please. I know uh, odds are very slim, but if they can put out certain books out there, I think they can put out the inhuman stuff. Just saying, you know, it's 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 one of those creations from the uh, Jack Kirby Stanley era that I think deserve the proper treatment. All righty, so uh, let's do the one haul real quick. I got. I finally grabbed Hayami Ozaki Shuna's Journey. Super excited about that. And I read it for the first time, like most people. Super excited. Nice build. I like, oh, there we go. 
I like the spine right there, and it's so cool to see first second uh, journeying into manga territory. But it looks really cool. And I do like the book without the dust jacket also. Look at that. Super fancy. It looks like something I would rent at my uh, library. <laughs> but, yeah. So if you guys don't know, where's the little bio here? Um, well, this was a book that for a long time, uh, people didn't know uh, if it was going to get a release outside of Japan, but it finally did through first second. And there's a blurb here from the translator at the back. So I, I know very little about the origins of the story. It's one of Miyazaki's earliest works in the uh, manga field, but it looks uh, absolutely stunning. I love what I'm seeing here with the full color and all that stuff. I think easily this should be on everybody's list uh, for one of the best releases of, of the year. When we make that show uh, next month, I'm, I'm totally going to talk about Shuna's journey and uh, do a proper video on it and all that stuff because it looks fantastic. I love it. I believe Nausicaa uh, was inspired out of this or something to that effect. Correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> Which manga companies announced licenses? Uh, I have with me here tonight Kodansha, Dark Horse, Yen Press. There are others. I think Eyes Press, uh, but I don't have the info with me, so apologies on that. I don't think Viz announced anything. Um, so it was just them. So Kodansha announced it as fall 2023. Me, how do I do this? Okay, so let's let's just get into that because it's not. I don't. I, I fear it. It's not going to be a super long episode, anyways. I just wanted to uh, cover our bases and do the uh, manga stream as usual. Uh, there we go. Okay, hold on. I need to technology. I love it. Here we go. Because I have a second monitor, and I... Never mind. <laughs> you guys don't mind that. Here we go. We're losing viewers. Come on, Gio. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, fall 2023. This is... Uh, this has some of my upcoming, like, uh, most wanted releases, actually, that have been un uh, have not been picked up until now that I'm super excited for. Fall 2023, new print licenses. Start off with uh, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Chat Noir. Cool. Don't really care too much about that. Uh, here's a super long one. I love these titles. I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. I'll spoil her with delicacies and style to make her the happiest woman in the world. That's a long title. This is by Ichiho Katsura. Uh, what does a young noblewoman freshly betrayed by her betrothed uh, need most? A crash course in everything naughty, of course. And who better to teach her than the feared hermit sorcerer who, for some reason, can't help but pamper her to no end. So that, I'm sure, uh, will be of interest to some people. 
this is one of my favorite things that got announced. I am a huge fan of Boichi. He is one of my all-time favorite manga artists and his series Origin. I've always wanted to read it, so I've been patiently waiting. I knew it was going to get picked up because Dr. Stone blew up when it did, uh, like, what, four, five years ago, whenever the manga first came out, and everybody took notice of Boichi's realistic art style and, and attention to detail with anatomy and all that stuff. So uh, Origin is something that I'm super excited for. If you guys don't know, uh, it says here it is in Tokyo 2048. Japan is now connected to the entire northern hemisphere by the Eurasian Railroad and all manner of crime and vice pour into the megalopolis at its eastern terminus. Little do the people know that inhuman beings live among us. However, robots with high-level AI who will kill to survive. Only one man can stop them. Their prototype, Origin. This is just straight-up badassery. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not the most complex story in the world, but again, the art is a huge selling point. And I highly recommend you guys keep watch over this and order it or pre-order as soon as possible. I think it's going to be one of the best ones uh, next year, and I'm super excited. Uh, next one is Virgin Love by Tina Yamashina. Looking for love, but afraid you'll never find it. Come live at the love house. Six strangers, one house, one shared goal, love. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So that's, uh, that's an interesting one right there. I believe uh, this is a light novel. Might be mistaken. The Girl Who Became a Fish from Ozamu Dazai. Yeah, so this is like an... Uh, adaptation of the novel with illustrations i think illustrated by nikoske suwa a charcoal burner's daughter lives together with her fountain mm. <laughs> little tongue tied there it's the weekend with her father in a small village at a foot of a mountain so remote it doesn't even appear on maps slowly she comes to realize the dark futility of her life leading to a strange and elliptical transformation Desai depicts the adolescent awakening to death and desire to escape through this quiet and ominous tale. I do want to read it. I knew about the book, The Girl Who Became a Fish, Maiden's Bookshelf, but I've never read it or anything. I know Desai, his works can be quite pessimistic and uh, uh, very, very heavy. So I hope it's not too heavy, <laughs> but I, I do want to check it out because it sounds interesting. <clears throat> Next one up is Spring Comes Riding in a Carriage, Maiden's Bookshelf. I believe Maiden's Bookshelf is uh, the light novel imprint, I think. Right? Maiden Bookshelf, Penguin Random House. Um, I think that's what we're doing here. So, yeah, let's ignore this and just say it's a book The Girl Who Became a Fish. And the next one, Spring Comes Riding in a Carriage by Richi Yokomitsu, illustrated by Atsuki Ito. A more intimate and romantic entry in the Maiden's uh, Bookshelf series, this tale of doomed romance begins together, uh, brings together the so-called god of literature with gorgeous artwork of Atsuki Ito, author of A Love Letter in 26 Characters. Okay, cool. Now, this is the second release that I'm super hyped about. 
for tonight's video. The Darwin Incident. I, I've been this close to reading it online. And I know, I know, it's illegal, but whatever. But it finally got picked up. And this is something that uh, I, I'm going to blind by. Because the premise just sounds fantastic. And it has a really cool story. Um, yes, that is a monkey-ape person hybrid thing. And he's holding a cell phone. And you can see there uh, he's in New York. So what the hell is the Darwin Incident about? This is by uh, Shun Umezawa. Uh, created in a biological science lab, Charlie is a half-human, half-chimpanzee hybrid known as Human Z. Raised by his adoptive human parents, Charlie is now 15 and starting uh, high school. There he meets Lucy, a clever loner who becomes his first friend, but his normal life is shattered when the animal rights uh, extremist who freed his mother from the lab 15 years ago, reemerge as terrorists or bent on kidnapping Charlie at all costs. So it's like a little, a, a tiny bit Planet of the Apes-esque with uh, some cool shenanigans. I, I've heard nothing but great things and like great social commentary and politics and all that stuff and, and science themes and genetics and monkeys. So, hell yeah, I'm going to read this. This sounds amazing. So I've been super excited since I saw this announcement on the weekend. I can't wait. Fall 2023 is a long time. So, uh, yeah. The Moon on a Rainy Night by uh, Kuzushiro. It's a highly anticipated Yuri romance about a high school girl entranced by her intelligent, enigmatic, Hearing-impaired classmate is a must-read for fans of Bloom Into You and Whisper Me a Love Song. I know of Bloom Into You from the anime, but I don't know Whisper Me a Love Song. Uh, one day while rushing to a pian uh, piano lesson, a girl named Saki collides with someone on the street. As Saki collects herself, the stranger picks up the sheet of music Saki dro uh, dropped, hands it to Saki together with a band-aid, and continues her way without saying anything. Saki is left wondering about the identity of the tall, lovely stranger, only to discover the next day she is one of her classmates at her school. The girl's name is Kanon, and though she is hearing impaired, she refuses any kind of support or special treatment from her teachers or classmates. Over the course of the year, Saki slowly grows closer to Kanon and begins to chip away at her cold exterior. This is rated 16 and up. Uh, and I gotta lie, that sounds super dramatic and potentially romantic and wholesome. So, uh, if people know about this, uh, let me know. I'd be willing to check it out. It doesn't sound bad. The moon on a rainy night. Uh, next up is my ultramarine sky from Nagisa Furuya, from the creator of my summer view. A BL high school romance about two friends who've always been in the same class, but when a new school year separates them, they realize that their feelings for each other might run deeper than friendship. So it's 13 and up. Interesting. I believe, oh, The Summer with You, the sequel. So this is the book that was referenced um, on uh, Ultramarine Sky from Nagisa Furuya. So we're getting Volume 3, which would be the sequel, I guess. Uh, Super Morning Star by Kara Aomiya. When a classmate finds out he's secretly a Sentai star, 
Kaido's precious life as a regular high schooler is in danger of being stolen, and so is his heart. In this BL rom-com for fans of Hitorijime, My Hero. Cool. Older teens, 16 and up. Oh, boy. It's going to get spicy up in there. Speaking of spicy, <laughs> Ogami-san can't keep it in. Gotta love the innuendos. Fantasies run wild as thirsty high school girl Ogami-san must learn to keep her thoughts and hands to herself in this raunchy coming-of-age rom-com with a bizarre blammer, blabbermouth twist. What is the twist? Uh, Ogami-san has been keeping a dirty little secret from her peers at school. Puberty has emptied her mind of everything but perverted... Oh, God. Okay. But perverted fantasies. For the sake of leading an ordinary school life, she pulls out all the stops to keep her mental wild side under wraps. But when she literally reaches a hand out to Yaginuma-kun, a cute but mysterious boy in her class, her innermost thoughts just come spilling out. All she wants to do to all she wants is to get to know him, uh, but she can't do that without the risk of exposing her true self. Oh boy, it's one of. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be like wholesome but slightly perverted or if it's actually like full on horny. So if you guys know, uh, let me know. Jesus. Uh, my Lovesick Live as a 90s otaku. Now this sounds a little cooler. My Nico Nicholson. Relive the 90s culture, otaku culture with the sentimental and comical reflection of a teen's path. Uh, okay. Is this. Okay. Strange Nico Nicholson. I have no idea. Is this author American? Nope, I can't find any info. Fantastic. Anyways, moving on. Uh, How I Met My Soulmate from Anashin. From the creator of Waiting for Spring comes a meditation on just what destiny means and whether the one is really out there. Now, this sounds uh, more up my alley. I dig this. Yuki is a 20-year-old college sophomore who was wished for, who has wished for one thing since moving to Tokyo to find her soulmate. Growing a bit desperate after a long drought, uh, drought sorry, she goes along with a friend to a club for the first time. It, it's late. <laughs> Uh, her friend thrives, but it's chaotic and loud, just not Yuki's scene. Just when Yuki begins to despair that she'll uh, ever find a real adult relationship, she meets Iori. I hope I said that right. A man with bleached hair and a slightly scary demeanor. But first impressions don't always tell the whole story. Because Destiny still have more cards uh, to play. So I I'm, I'm I do want to check this out. Sounds awesome. Doesn't sound super perverted. Doesn't sound too cute. C sounds just about right. Uh, like a like a nice uh, romantic drama, I guess. Limbo: The King by Ai Tanaka. Never seen this in my life. From the creator of Apple Children of Eon, or Aeon, comes a gripping six-volume thriller manga about trauma, healing, friendship, and a global conspiracy to keep people sick. A must for fans of, of suspenseful, complex manga like Naoki Urusawa's Monster. Okay, well, I'm, I'm listening. 
And the promise never, I, I mean, the promise, promise Neverland, suspenseful. I, I get the suspenseful part, but complex. Okay. Let's just focus on monster at the moment. That's a, that's a neat uh, comparison. What is this one about? It's been eight years since the pandemic in which a deadly sleeping sickness claimed millions of life, lives after a serious injury cost him a leg. Uh, Petty Officer Adam Garfield retires from active service in the U.S. Navy, but his plan to focus on his family and physical therapy is shattered when he receives secret word that the sleeping sickness has returned and it's his job to bring back the mysterious man who helped cure it by diving into people's memories, a man known by the codename King. That sounds super weird. And I will keep tabs on it because it sounds uh, in, like it's something I would read. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a bold statement. Yeah, comparing this, which I've never heard of in my life, to something like Monster from Murusawa. Okay, the, the, the manga better bring it. King in Limbo. Again, these are all coming out in the fall of next year. So you got a long way to go. This is a spinoff from Witch Hat uh, Atelier uh, Kitchen by Hiromi Sato. Tasty spinoff to the acclaimed magical saga follows two fan favorite characters in their after hours culinary adventure. So it's a spinoff cooking manga with uh, the magicians. That's cool. I have to uh, read more of Witch Hat. I've only read like three of the volumes, and those were digital. Now, this is pretty exciting. So that's it for Kodansha for new licenses. But they made mention of premium editions, box sets, new to print. And first one that a lot of people did not expect Vinland Saga is getting a deluxe edition. Now you're probably wondering, what the hell? I have my deluxe hardcovers, which are pretty sturdy, although some people complain about bad binding or, or I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, I don't worry too much about that stuff. But from what I've read online, people have complained in the past about the structure integrity of the book. Uh, but for me, I have all of Vinland Saga and they, I, I, they hold up just fine. I don't know. But regardless, we are getting the deluxe edition, which will be three-in-one hardcovers. And from what was said at the panel at Anime NYC, these will be similar to, and they compared it to, the Berserk three-in-ones from Dark Horse. So if they're going that route, whew, I mean, I just... I think this year, I think it was early this year where I caught up with Vinland Saga and I have all of it in hardcover. It was expensive. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to <laughs> double dip and or sell the hardcovers and get these. I need to see it. I need to see the uh, hands-on video or pictures on the book. But it sounds great. The art is fantastic from Yukimura. And to have it berserk size, which should be super big. Ooh, boy. <laughs> there goes all my money. Yeah. And what about the pricing? Are they going to be $50? Cause, or are they going to be more? Because right now, how much is a regular Vinland Saga? Let me open up 
a page real quick here on, on uh, right stuff, I guess. Inland Saga. Inland Saga is a it has an MSRP of twenty three dollars, and depending on where you shop, you can get it at a discount for like fifteen, thirteen, ten bucks, whatever. I don't know, thirteen bucks. Um, I think they're going to be bigger, obviously. So maybe they'll match the Berserk price and be fifty bucks. Hmm. Also, will it translate? And I'm. And, we already know the answer. Yes, it's going to do well. But will it transfer well into the huge format? We shall see. Sign me up for Vinland Saga. Good thing. I haven't bought any of the hardcover so far. I've been wanting... Uh, before we started doing manga shows, I kept watching manga people on YouTube. And I would watch uh, collection videos. And I don't remember... Actually, it was, I know it was, uh, Insidious Suite, when he was making videos, I think he retired, he did a tour video of his collection, and he had the Vinland Saga hardcovers as they were coming out. And I saw that, I'm like, ooh, that looks really good, what the hell? And then I read up on it, I'm like, I kind of want that. So it wasn't until late 2021, I think, or this time, 2021, and then early... Um, or, when the hell did I start getting that? Whatever. Around like two years ago, I started getting uh, the hardcovers, and I'm up to date. Uh, we have a new one coming out on January 2023. So it says here, I mean, I don't have to read this, but I'll do it anyways. The violent and complex action epic that inspired the hit anime returns in premium three-in-one collector's hardcovers. That's going to be super sweet. Can't wait for that. The other thing that was announced that a lot of people were excited for, if you're a fan of box sets, you know that Kodansha has been doing like uh, six volume box sets. You have the Seven Deadly Sins, uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, uh, the Quintessential Quintuplets, I think. Those were two box sets. There's the Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, and I think Sells at Work, I might be mistaken. So uh, they announced Blue Period Manga Box Set 1 from uh, Tsubasa Yamaguchi. This will be the first six volumes of the coming-of-age art manga that inspired the anime in a handsome box set, plus a bonus book plate. I don't know where I read book plate, sorry. Plus a bonus booklet packed with exclusive art and other goodies. This is what happens when it's a solo geo show. Sorry, guys. Uh, so this won a lot of awards. I had no idea. 2020 Manga Taisho Grand Prize winner. All right. Good for him. Good for uh, Tsubasa Yamaguchi. I'm not into Blue Period, unfortunately. I, I, I'm reading other blue-themed blue manga, but not Blue Period. But this is great. If you don't have the series and you're interested, this is a nice way to uh, start collecting. Speaking of sales at work, now this I'm excited for. Cells at Work Omnibus Edition from Akane Shimizu. I had no idea. I did not see this coming. But then again, I think it sold pretty freaking well. You had the single releases, and then they did the box set. 
So obviously that sold really well that they're confident enough to do an omnibus edition. Uh, the exciting, hilarious, and surprisingly educational manga that delves inside the human body returns in two oversized three-in-one omnibus volumes. I am super excited about that. I've been wanting to own Cells at Work ever since the first volume was coming out, but I never committed to buying it. Then the box it was announced. I remember being close to uh, purchasing it online, and I stopped because I had no room for it. But I think I can squeeze in two omnibus editions for the whole thing. I wonder how much they'll charge for this. Do hmm. you guys think it'll be super expensive, or you think it's going to be more uh, affordable? Are, you, are, are we talking like MSRP 50 bucks per volume? Or 40 bucks? 40, yeah, 39.99 or something like that. Because it's only six volumes, right? So it would be two three and ones. Yeah. And the other thing that I got super excited for Magic Knight Ray Earth is coming back, reprinted. It's not going to be the hardcover box set. Thank goodness. Uh, Clamp's Masterwork is now in paperback. The original series, blah, 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 brings the updated translation and lettering of the hardcover box sets to a more accessible format. This is another one that I first saw back in 2020 when the box set came out and remembered about the series and really wanted it, but I didn't want the freaking uh, hardcover box. I'm not a, I'm not a box head guy. So this is exciting. If you guys have seen one of my, I think I mentioned it here, I started getting the Sailor Moon, um, the smaller editions. So I like the idea of accessible and affordable uh, formats for everybody. So I will be picking this up day one. That's This is one of the, the classic uh, isekais before isekai was a thing. If you played the game or you read the manga or you watched the anime, you know about Magic Knight Ray Earth. What else do we have here? Windbreaker by uh, Satoru Ni. A different uh, welcome to Furin, where the stronger survive to protect the weak. A different kind of delinquent manga, perfect for fans of Tokyo Revengers. Okay, this I don't know anything about. So, is this getting another printing? Because it's listed here under uh, premium editions. Or maybe it's uh, maybe it's that that it's like slightly oversized. Maybe. Warren, yay, Windbreaker! Sell me on Windbreaker. Am I? Is that something I, I would like? I do like Tokyo Revengers. I watched the anime of that, and I've read a part of Volume One. Windbreaker was digital only. Oh, thank you, Ship It Chris. Appreciate that. I had no idea. I don't keep tabs on the digital stuff only. So that's great. I hope I hope uh, more of the digital stuff sells well, that they'll be able to uh, print them out. Because all of these series, even though I'm not going to get most of them, they deserve to be put out physically for uh, people to collect, not just on a tablet, because that's kind of depressing. Uh, the next one here, Tying the Knot with an Amagami Sister by Marcy Naito. 
One self-made math student, three shine maidens, and one devious marriage plot. If you loved quintessential quintuplets, you found your new obsession. Bold statements tonight. First it was uh, Monster Odusawa, and now you, you're, you're finding your new obsession. If, if you liked uh, quintuplets, you're going to like tying the knot with an Amagami sister. So this one comes out as well uh, next year. Nina, the starry bride. Nina was plucked off the street purely because she resembled a dead priestess. But is this a lucky break or a new kind of curse? Gripping palace intrigue and romance in the vein of Yona of the Dawn and the ancient Magus bride. I've heard people get excited for this. I I will check it out. And I, I only know very little of Yona of the Dawn. And I'm a huge fan of ancient Magus bride. But I will be checking this out. Nina, the Starry Bride. She's My Knight by Saizo. A role reversal romance perfect for fans of Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie. Is Shikimori... Did I watch the anime for that? Let me check this out. Yes, I did. I reviewed the anime on my channel. Jesus. I don't know if I'm going to check this out. But it's cool that it's out. I didn't like Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie that much. So that's cool. Sorry. And uh, that's about it from Kodansha. A uh, healthy catalog here. Got shoujo stuff. You got Isekai. You got Windbreaker, which uh, I don't know what it's about. It's high school. Let me just read it. He's only interested in the strongest of the strong. He's just started at Footing High School, a school of degenerates known only for their brawling strength. Sounds pretty cool. Okay. Definitely getting Magic Knight Ray Earth. Definitely getting Sales at Work Omnibus. Uh, Loop Period, I'll pass. Villain Saga, depends on the build of the book, honestly. Uh, Witch Hat, no. Uh, King in Limbo has a lot to live up to with this um, freaking blurb right here, comparing it to Monster. How I Met My Soulmate, I do want to read this. Sounds great. Uh, Lovesick Life as a 90s otaku, I, I, I can do without. Ogami-san can't keep it in. No, thank you. <laughs> Super Morning Star, uh, Summer with You, My Ultramarine Sky, The Moon on a Rainy Night. Sounds good. The Darwin Incident is something that I'll be picking up next year. And The Girl Who Became a Fish. Sounds really interesting. Origin by Boichi. Hell yes. This is day one. And uh, we're back at the beginning. No? Yes. Yeah. I'm giving my disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. I'll spoil her with delicacies and style to make her the happiest woman in the world. By Ichio Katsura and Fukada Sametaro. Character designs by Miwabe Sakura. That's a long-ass blurb right there. Can you imagine you're at a Barnes & Nobles and somebody tells you, what's the manga that you want to buy? Oh, I want to buy... I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness. I'll spoil her with delicacies and style to make her the happiest woman in the world. Okay, sure. I'll get that for you. Uh, innocent and Innocent uh, wrote are amazing manga series, but they can be hard to read because of the subject matter. 
However, I'm happy to have the whole collection. By the way, the art is excellent. Nice. Good to know. Thank you. Uh, Sambo, been a minute since I've seen you on the stream. Thank you for joining. Boichi is one of the best monk artists. That's true. But as someone who has read Origin and Son Ken Rock, the guy writes really, really messy stories. I've heard that as well. He should stick to drawing, in my opinion. Just look at the reviews for Origin and Sunken Rock, and you'll you'll know what I mean. Yeah, I've heard about that. Again, this is one of those cases, like in comic books, where I can overlook some of the messiness and just enjoy a kick-ass story with good art. But I don't disagree with you. Uh, so that is from Kodansha. Now, this is going to be a little tricky here. Hold on. Because I don't have any blurbs, so I'm just going to make things up as I go along. This is... Oh, excuse me. This is the Yen Press stuff that got announced. Let me share my screen again. Okay. So, get ready. And chat, if, if you are up to it and, and know about these series, because I know very little about 80% of the stuff that I'm going to talk about, but I wanted to highlight it for the people here that don't go to Twitter and other websites and all that stuff. I have no idea what this is, but it's coming out, and some people were excited on Twitter. Oh, wait, 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 Warren. Best way I can explain Windbreaker, a comedian delinquent version of Tokyo Revengers. Okay, that works. I'll keep an eye on it, just in case. Thank you. So from Yen Press, they went crazy with the announcements as well. You got Yokohama Station SF. What the hell? Oh, here we go. Uh, what this world is made of? No idea who makes these. So if you guys know, let me know in the chat or in the comment section if you're watching this later. Appreciate it. Uh, the Essence of Being a Muse. So a pretty interesting cover. This is the one I do know. Apare Ranman was an original anime, and it got a manga adaptation. The anime was put out by Crunchyroll last year on Blu-ray. I have it in my collection. It's one of my favorite uh, shows from 2021. Highly recommend it. I made the comment that it's like mixing, like, the main character is sort of like, um, oh, my gosh. How do I say this? Wait a minute. Uh, he's like um, Senku from Dr. Stone, but a little bit more realistic in the 1800s, set in Japan and then in California. Uh, the character is exiled with his friend there, who's a samurai, and I'm blanking on his name. And they arrive at California, escaping um, either the Yakuza or other samurai. And they want to they want to get back to Japan, and in order to do so, they need to get a job and money and all that stuff. And they find out about a race that is going to take place across the continent, uh, across the U.S., and it ends in I think it was New York. So they take part of it, and the main character here he is super crazy and a goofball and all that stuff. So he builds weird contraptions and he's marveled by science and architecture and all that stuff engineering so they participate in the race 
And it's sort of like Doctor Doctor Stone meets Steel Ball Run and, and Wacky Races. You mix all that together. That's sort of what you can expect from a Pariranman. It has a solid cast of characters. So I do recommend it. Uh, the anime was fantastic from Progressive Animations. They're one of my favorite studios. So this uh, should be great. This is by Anton Siku. Uh, and yes, it will be an all-in-one omnibus from uh, Aparanman. The story's not that complex or anything. It's not super big or anything. So it should be fine as a, an omnibus. James, I also watched Aparanman and enjoyed it. I'd lo I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed it uh, from the first episode to the last. Um, plus seeing them in the Wild West and all that stuff, even though it's the 1800s, but whatever. Uh, it was really cool. So this, I, I already have the show, which is the original. If the manga were to be the original, I would have gotten it. But I already have the show on, on Blu-ray, so I'll pass. But I do recommend it. I think it's awesome. If you guys don't want to watch it, want to read it instead i do recommend it new series uh sword art online progressive scherzo scherzo of deep night i don't know how to pronounce that sorry uh manner of death story by yukari umemoto an art by samon or samon that guy there you go uh, Magical Girl Incident. Also, by the way, I pulled these pictures from Yen Press themselves and people online on Twitter. So you're going to see some heads <laughs> in a couple in a couple minutes. Uh, Elden Ring, The Road to Erd Tree. I don't think this is a serious take on Elden Ring. I think it's a comedic uh, manga adaptation of the game. I don't know. I might be mistaken, but I think I read that somewhere. But it's more uh, comedy based. But if you like Elden Ring, pretty cool to add it to your collection. Uh, Puella Magi Suzune Magica Omnibus Edition. I think that's an it's also an all-in-one. Higurashi when they cry go. So this is interesting. This is the manga. This is this manga is based of Higurashi, the Higurashi franchise. And Go was an anime that debuted back in 2020. It ran for two seasons. Uh, I think it was 40, 48 episodes or something like that. I might be mistaken. And it's sort of an alternate take. Or not alternate. It takes place within the main story of Higurashi When They Cry. It just shows you things from certain characters' perspectives. And, and the anime updated the animation because it was done by uh, Passion Works. They, they're fantastic. Highly underrated, in my opinion. And so now we're getting the manga based on the anime that's based on the manga that's based on a light novel that's based on a visual novel game. Oh, boy. So, yeah, When They Cry Go is uh, coming out along with the original Higurashi volumes that are being reprinted. And back in stock. I think I saw them at Right Stuff, and they're all available at the moment. So if you want to check the series out, I do recommend it. Although, my personal advice, I would play the game, the visual novel game. It's on Steam. I highly recommend that experience. Maybe watch the show, or maybe read the manga. I don't know. But I do recommend the visual novel first. 
for uh, Higurashi. A new series here, My Summoned Beast is Dead. Again, if you guys know anything about these, please let me know. I've never seen the, these uh, titles in my life. Uh, my Dear Curse Casting Vampires. That looks pretty interesting. It's a vampire manga. Don't know how to feel about that. Not big on vampire manga. Except a few random ones. Uh, me and my beast boss. I'll be honest, when I first saw that hand on top of the guy's head, I thought it was a crazy hairdo. And then I looked at it again and thought, well, maybe that's um, like a catcher's mitt baseball. No. And now I'm looking at it again and it's a beast, but it, it's not like a normal beast. I think it looks like a freaking Sesame character, Sesame Street character. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of creeping me out, to be honest. Me and my beast boss. Cool. I wonder what that's about. Maiden in the Needle, a new series I picked up. Uh, another um, uh, Pick Up Girls spinoff. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Memoria Freeze. Okay. Now, this is pretty cool. Toilet Bound Hanakakun is getting its first box set. This is the first stall, and it's a box set with volumes 1 through 10. I'm not going to lie. I'm super tempted to get this, even though I just said a couple minutes ago, I'm not a box set guy. I believe that's the same uh, sassy attitude that I used a couple minutes ago. I'm not a box set guy. I don't like it. But this is quirky, fun, and it stands out in your collection. And for pure aesthetics, the fact that it's a toilet stall, I don't know. I kind of want to check it out, even though I've not read the manga. I've only seen the anime adaptation for it and really enjoyed it. If you guys haven't watched the anime, I think you have to see it, just on a technical aspect of the animation and what they did with that. I think they captured the style perfectly from what I've seen of the manga panels, uh, but it's a beautiful adaptation super unique so this is the first 10 volumes of that and uh it's a toilet <laughs> does the box set come with a special roll of toilet paper uh maybe i mean for the price that they're probably going to ask for they should you know you go to ashy anime was crazy oh yeah so I saw this, and I'm super excited, and I think there's another picture. I'm going to look for it after we're done here. I think I saw another picture of it, but yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I should I pick this up? I want to be a, re a receptionist in this magical world. So this is an isekai series. Looks pretty wholesome. I like the wolf thing and the cat thing. Demon cat thing, whatever. Another new series, Handyman Saito in Another World. So this is another isekai. This one looks a bit fanservice-y, not going to lie. Might be mistaken. Probably am. A reincarnated witch spells doom. And I think this is the last one, Bloody Sweet. First I thought it was sweat, which was weird. But no, it's Bloody Sweet. Looks kind of like a... I'm going to take a stab at it, a BL rom-com or something like that. 
so out of the yen press stuff let me go buy them real quick again I'm most excited for the Toilet Bound Hanakagun box set. And this, because I want to see the boss. I want to see the beast boss, because it looks like a furry boss. I don't know. Uh, Higurashi, that's cool. That's back in stock. Uh, what was the other thing that I wanted to check out? About Ranman, although I already have the anime. So yeah, those. Okay. So that's pretty cool right there. And the last one, the one uh, that we're going to talk about is Dark Horse, which uh, wasn't as intense as these two companies, but they still announced some pretty cool things. Now you're going to see some some ears, earlobes. So I do apologize. I don't think they put out press releases for any of these announcements. Okay, let's go over here. Yeah, there you go. Look at that guy right there. So Dark Horse is putting out a series that a lot of people have been asking for. If you're a fan of like indie and um, like gorgeous artwork and all that stuff. And that is Innocent by Shinichi Sakamoto. Let me read your description here uh, real quick. Innocent is a manga series written and illustrated by Shinichi Sakamoto based on the Masakatsu Arachi book, The Executioner's Sanson. This is... What is it? Innocent's story follows the Sanson family of executioners in France before the French Revolution and centers around siblings Charles Henry Sanson and Marie Joseph Sanson. The art on this is freaking insane. And if you like good artwork on your books, I think this is something that you need to get. I think this will be released as, because um, the original release, there were only nine volumes. And I think they're going to be two, uh, no, three and once. There we go. Uh, and then NYC, Dark Horse announced that they licensed the manga and will release it in three and one omnibus volumes. That's fantastic. Innocent. It's great. Three and one. Hell yeah. Uh, Innocent is the first manga from Sagamoto licensed in English. Dark Horse will publish 3-in-1 Omnis uh, starting with the first volume in November 22nd, 2023. So we have to wait a full freaking year for this. Story takes place. I already read that. Okay, cool. So that's super exciting. That's great. Everybody go check out uh, Innocent on, on your Google Images, and I think you'll be hooked. And we'll want to wait for this release. Uh, they announced, although we already knew about this, but it's on sale now. The Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition is back in print. It's on sale today, moving forward. So if you're a fan of Lone Wolf and Cub, go get this. If you already didn't have it. Pantheon Stocking with Garter Belt is also back in print and will be on sale next week. That's great. Uh, back in print on sale December 7th, Psychopath Inspector Shinya Kogami, Volumes 1 through 4. Also back in print is Elfin Lead or Elfin Lied, however you pronounce it. Uh, all four Omnis are back in print. Although I do recommend watching the show because of the music. 
Uh, and this is pretty cool. I think this is the last one here tonight. Yeah. The third omnibus of Vampire Hunter D. I, have, I only have the first one, which has the first three uh, novels uh, bundled together. So this should be uh, uh, seven, eight, and nine <laughs> by uh, Hideyuki Kikuchi and illustrated by Yoshitaka Amano. On sale January 18th, so not a long wait. I, and they also announced um, the art of Octopath Traveler, but that's not a manga. It's just an art book from a game. <laughs> so I'm excited for Vampire Hunter D and, of course, freaking, uh, where is it? Um, Innocent right there. That's going to be great. Super excited about that. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, next imagine thank you for joining semi related how is right stuff with respect to replacement I just received my first order from them fortunately insured of which half my books came damaged that sucks I will say before right stuff was doing the uh, what's it called the the route insurance thing it was a pain in the butt to get replacements because they, for some reason, you got to send in pictures, you got to write them in, and you got to do a whole bunch of exercises to file an application to replace your damn book. So it was a hassle. I'm a person that I'm okay if it's just a nick or a dent. I don't care about that at all. However, if it's badly damaged, I totally understand getting a refund or a replacement, sorry. Uh, but they want, like, proof of all that stuff, which is weird, but whatever. But now with the route insurance system, I had an incident uh, last Christmas, uh, 2021 to 22. Uh, what book was it? It was a Godzilla book, the the one of the art books that I own. And I think I got it through them, and it has the it was the route system. Unfortunately... Either the seal on the package broke, the book, uh, the book either disappeared, it fell fell somewhere in transit, or somebody deliberately ripped it open, or maybe saw what was inside somehow, and and ripped it open and stole the book. So I filed a, a claim with the route service. And they got on it super fast. I didn't have to do much. Uh, the, I just uh, provided all the info, and they immediately placed an order. Um, they took care of it, and I got it like in like a week and a half or two weeks later. I got the book. So hopefully, um, email email um, email route to see if they can help you out. See what they tell you if you have to contact write stuff instead or whatever. Also, I don't recommend writing to write stuff. I recommend calling them, just in case. I will say Vampire Hunter D anime was great. Both movies are excellent. Uh, animation, some people don't like the first one because it's uh, older and a little dated, but I love it. And the second one, you know, uh, one of the best uh, animes from the early odds from uh, Madhouse. Do we know if Innocent is hardcover or paperback? If paperback, hopefully they're not as small as Gantz Omnibus. They, I don't think they talked about it, but I have a sneaking suspicion it will be oversized uh, paperbacks. That's my hunch. 
Let's see. So yeah, once again, this was the Young Press stuff. I don't know. I keep coming back to this freaking image. I'm tempted. And it's 10 volumes. So I assume this is going to be, what, 80 to $100? Something like that? I better save up some money to get this. Yes, Geo Vampire Hunter D. It's an oldie, but a goldie. Hell yeah. Love it. That's the OG vampire right there. I'm not a huge fan of vampires in manga and anime, uh, but that one's super special. There we go. Looking back at all of this. And you guys know that when these books come out, you got to get them at InStockTrades.com. Official sponsor of this channel, Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. You can get all these manga and more up to 50% off. Loyalty discounts tag on an extra 2% to that if you are placing an order week by week. 50 bucks or more in your order gets you free shipping. Fantastic customer service. Wonderful packaging. That's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. So a couple things, uh, let me leave the ticker on. A couple things, uh, next week on uh, the 28th, we will do the gift card giveaway valued at 50 bucks. You want to participate and see if you can win that courtesy of InStock Trades, $50. Get yourself some nice books or an Omni for free, basically, free shipping. Uh, you can join next week and participate in the chat for a shot and winning the gift card. Also... Let me just plug everything right here. We have a Patreon. You can subscribe to that with Lou and Gabe. And we have all the podcast stuff. So if you don't want to listen to us on YouTube, you can check us out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher Radio, Apple, Thingamajig, all that fun stuff. And I think that is that. Thank you, everybody. It's an hour by myself. If I had a co-host, I wouldn't be so tired. <laughs> but speaking for an hour straight uh, gets at me. Gets at me? That's weird. Anyways, thank you everybody for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, sorry that we were not on in the on the usual uh, time, time slot, but uh, we wanted to enjoy the holiday. So I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving and um, now the holiday season begins, and then next week we'll do hauls, previews, reads, and the collected editions that are coming out. Uh, Wednesday, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. It's a comic book episode. And then next Thursday, I'm going to do the manga previews for the month of December with some really interesting titles coming out. So look forward to that. Uh, super excited to bring you more content, as always, week by week. That's it. You can find me on my channel, A Week in Geekdom, where I talk about anime and manga. Subscribe over there. I'm putting out a couple manga videos next week. Excited about that. And uh, remember to subscribe, like, comment, share, all that stuff. It really does help out with the uh, YouTube algorithm. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to all of you wonderful people in the chat. Really do appreciate it. You guys are fantastic, as always. Brightens my day when I see you guys commenting and engaging. I love it. And everybody watching later, let me know uh, what book you are most excited for 
out of the ones I uh, mentioned from Kodansha, Yen Press, and uh, Dark Horse. Let me know in the comment section. Looking forward to reading those. Uh, Tasty Melon, don't worry about it. Just in time. Sorry I'm late. Today is National Day of Listening. And that's great because you all listen to my words as I stumbled through this whole episode talking about a bunch of books. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tasty Melon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gia. Have a good one. Likewise. Midlife Reader, thank you for joining. Thanks, Gia. Thank you, sir. Once again, thank you, everybody. Love all of you. Uh, speak with you again next week. Stay safe. Like and subscribe and all that jazz. And read manga. Because why not, right? Bye, everybody. <laughs>